Good Hi. morning, everyone. Sorry for that delay of, it just took forever to want to connect there. I'm not sure why, but good morning from our homes to you. Uh, today is Sunday, November the 8th. And this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So we are super excited today, November 8th, to be able to join with you in your homes, from our home, to be able to encounter just the presence of God and hear from God this morning. Amen. So uh, we're going to go ahead and pray, and then we're going to spend a few moments in prayer. We're going to jump into the Word, and uh, then we'll go ahead and spend some time in prayer as well. Uh, if you're joining us via the Facebook or the YouTube or Vimeo, wherever you're watching us, uh, this morning. Please let us know you're there. Put something in the comment box. I also want to thank our team members that are monitoring there the comment box and putting the Bible verses in and things of that nature on the platforms. And uh, we're going to go ahead and, and we want to interact with you. Yeah. We're going to go ahead. I'll actually have it up here on my laptop as well so I can see real time as you guys put stuff in there. And we're going to pray for, for needs at the end of service. Yeah. Uh, so if you have anything that you want us to be praying for, feel free to put it in the comment box when we go to that time of prayer towards the end of service. We know that God is in control, and God is faithful, He's never left us, and He will never leave us. Amen. So, hun, can you go ahead and start us uh, in prayer? Let's pray. Lord, I, I thank you for this morning. I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to be able to come together in your name. Your word says that when two or three gather together in your name, in one accord, that you are there. Yes. And Father, we are gathering together right now, Lord. Lord, in you, Lord, knowing that you are our rock, you are our, our strength, yes, Father. Lord. Father, we pray right now that every single one of the homes that are connected today, Father, that they be right now, Lord, a place that will draw just that your presence will be able to fall upon it. A place, Father, will bring glory to you. A place where you would be glorified right now. Father, I come against any distractions right now. I pray, Father, for you just to send your angels to encamp around every home right now, Father, declaring that we will be able, Lord, to connect in you. That we will be able to hear your voice this morning. That we will be transformed through your word, Father, washed by your word. And we thank you for that. Father, right now, Lord, I pray that you would anoint our our ears to be able to hear your word. Lord, anoint our eyes to be able to see what you want us to see, Father. That you would draw us in, Father, Lord, to those pieces that we need, Father, to be transformed, to be restored, to be made new this morning, Lord. Lord, we come together as your children saying that we need our Father. We need you. We need you this morning. Shower us right now with your presence. Shower us right now with that peace that surpasses all understanding, Lord. We love you. We adore you, Lord. Our it's called Juicy Fruit. And uh, we had said that there was uh, two weeks left of Juicy Fruit. Uh, however, we're going to actually go ahead and um, move the Juicy Fruit series a little bit. And we're going to continue the Juicy Fruit series next week. Got it. Uh, so we went ahead and, and pushed the Juicy Fruit uh, series back a little bit. I want to share a little bit of something that God has put in my heart uh, that's a little different for today. Uh, especially with all of the situations and things that are going on in our country yep. and are going on in our lives. And, um, you know, there's some unrest going on with the political climate. Uh, we've got a storm uh, this late in the year that, that is uh, affecting. It, it, it destroyed many parts in Central America. It, it, it cut through one of the countries, went across. I mean, there's dozens and dozens of, of lives lost. And, uh, and now it's right now going through Cuba. It's going to make landfall here later this evening. Um, 
there's another storm brewing in the center of the Atlantic that, that they identified today that's out there formulated. There's a lot of stuff going on. And, and it leads me to want to talk about a specific topic this morning, and it's trust. I want to talk about, yeah, I want to talk about uh, trust this morning. And, um, you know, I encourage you that are watching right now, whether you're watching on Facebook, Vimeo, our church website, or YouTube, um, even if some of the transmission hangs or lags a little bit, don't tune out. Press on, press through, let's continue, okay? Um, we serve a God that is in complete control of our lives, and we put our trust in Him and in Him alone, amen? And the word trust, when you think about the word trust, you look up the word trust in the dictionary, this is what you get. It's, it, trust is a person or a thing in which confidence is placed. I'm going to say it one more time. A person or a thing in which confidence is placed. And too many times, our trust is misguided. It, it, it's put on the wrong person or it's put on the wrong thing. So I want you to open your Bibles with me this morning. We're going to go ahead and start this morning in the book of Proverbs. Go ahead and start in the book of Proverbs this morning. Proverbs chapter number three. Proverbs chapter number three. If you've known me for any extended period of time, that is my life verse, my favorite verse. Um, and, and I want to read it this morning. I'm going to read it a couple times and then we're going to start talking about it. But it says this. Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths or straightened make your path straight or right now read it one more time trust in the lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. So it says there, trust. Trust in the Lord, not partially, but with all of your heart. Right? I, I gave this example earlier this morning in our Spanish service. It's not a part time. It's a full and, time. It's, and you can't share it either. All right? It's not shared. Uh, uh, and, and you have this one that you trust one day, this day. No, no, no. This is a, there's a oneness and there's a trust that goes with that oneness. And we're supposed to trust in the Lord, not partially but with all of our heart. And then it actually specifies there, and lean not on your own understanding. Can I tell you, too many times, we put our thoughts, what we think should be or ought to be or whatnot, we take that even like as law. And, and as a matter of fact, what we also do is that we begin to try to find specific, even Bible verses, that will support our thought process. And instead of molding ourselves to God, we try to mold God to our thoughts, hmm. right? So here in Proverbs, it says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart, lean not on your own understanding. Then it says, in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. So. Go back with me here to the book of Psalms, and we're going to spend a little bit of time in Psalms chapter 37 this morning. Psalms chapter 37. Psalm chapter 37. I'm going to find it here in a second. Um, and, and look what it says here. It starts in Psalm chapter 37 saying, 
Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. And here's where it starts getting like really, really good. It says, trust in the Lord and do good. And do good. Action. Right? It's not just trust in the Lord, period, and then just stay there. No, there was a comma. The sentence continues on. It says, trust in the Lord and do good. Well, actually, a little time out there for a second. I've gotten off social media. And uh, I got off social media. Um, I got an offer for a while. I got back on. And, and, and recently, I, I, I got off of it. Because I, I started seeing uh, so much division um, so much vilifying, um, so much of people being pitted and going against each other. And it was kind of hurting me. <laughs> it was affecting me because I wasn't seeing the body of Christ doing good, using the platform for good. And the Bible's super clear on that. I mean, we're in the middle of a series of juicy fruit and that fruit of the spirit is a fruit that is should guide our character yeah. what we do that is what god wants us to do and i think there's that disconnect of the you know we know the bible says that you know there's power in our tongue right the power you know to build and to tear down and many of us understand that and if you didn't know that that the bible says there is power of life and death yes, in our tongue is. Yes, but is. nowadays that has sort of shifted to our fingers yeah. uh, and I need you to know that there's power of life and death on how you communicate to others whatever absolutely. that looks like absolutely and if you are going to be communicating something that at the end of the day is gonna tear down you know what that's not God prompting you to do that because nope. God prompts you to build the kingdom of God that's to propel right. his name forward that's right so whatever is not his name forward is not from God um, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no you, you can preach it there. It was good. So it says, trust in the Lord and do good. Delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. This is a verse that gets taken out of context a lot. Yeah. That I, last I've, little phrase. Yeah. I've heard so many people pray and, and, and talk about this. Uh, and, and they, they put that right. They, oh, delight yourself in the Lord. And he's going to grant you the desires of your heart. And we try to use it as a manipulative verse to try to actually even manipulate God. God, I'm delighting myself in you so that you can give me X, Y, or Z, I right? Fill, fill in the blank. <laughs> but the truth is that when it's talking here about that he will give you the desires of your heart, it's because as there is a oneness with God and you begin to trust in him fully, his desires start to become your desires. It's not that you're trying to mold God to what you want and using God like as a genie, right? Like you, we're getting the Bible. It's not our lamp, but we're getting the Bible. You know, it's like, oh, the, the, the thy word is a lamp onto my feet. And you rub the Bible, right? Like rub a genie. God's not a genie. God will grant us the desires of our heart, but he's going to grant us the desires of our heart as they align to his will, as they align to what he wants. And again, I, I allude back to marriage. Um, you and I have very different likes when it comes to sports <laughs> and arts and things of that nature, right? Yep. Like, um, you know, you're into the arts, you enjoy a, a good ballet or a, a good musical. A good musical. Okay. Um, 
I think musicals are amazing because they, they, I can sleep so well when they start, um, you know, and, and I, I think it took me three times to watch Frozen 2 to see all the songs. I, the other day you were watching The Greatest Showman with the girls and I was like, I haven't seen this part. She's like, what do you mean that we've seen this movie like 10 times? I was like, I guess I've fallen asleep in this part all 10 times, right? Um, we have different likes. We have different likes, we do. Uh, when it comes to the sports stuff, you know, I, I can watch pretty much any sport. The other day, you, you, you walked in, you, you got out of the restroom and you walked in and, and I was watching the Cornhole Championship. This you know, is a real thing, guys. This, this is. is I, I was watching on ESPN the Cornhole Championship. And, and I'm trying to master my, my cornhole abilities. You know who uh, you are out there. You're a competition to pastor. You know right. who you are. I'm going to call it out. Joel, man, I thought you were going to come watch service with us, what you said yesterday, but I, I got you. Next Sunday, you and I got cornhole, one-on-one. -on -one. <laughs> but, you know, we, we, we're sport. I, I'm, I'm into the sports stuff. But can I tell you something? As we're getting ready to celebrate our 14th year marriage, uh, our anniversary, we can see how we begin to do things for the other that don't tie into a selfish ambition or desire, but that's also going to be brought forth in joy for you, right? Um, and, and that's what it is. As we are delighting ourselves in the Lord, he will grant the desires of our heart. Why? Because our heart's desires begin to align with the word of God. And our heart's desires begin to align with what he wants. And therefore, he can grant us the desires of our hearts as we delight ourselves in him. If you continue to read there, verse number five, okay? Verse number five then says this. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him. Commit your way to the Lord. Commit your it, way to the Lord. Give it all. Roll into him. All in. All in. And, and as you're, you're talking about that, and you mentioned trust, I remember when early on in our marriage, you know, trust for some people, they, uh, it might come easier than others, right? But we all trust certain things. And I remember early on in our marriage that stuff would be, you know, pastor would do something. And I had all these narratives of other people's experiences and other people's stories of in the marriage. So I thought I had to act a certain way or do a certain thing to produce a certain thing. And that didn't get me anywhere. It, it didn't produce anything that was of value. And when I just started as time went on and I truly started trusting, knowing that this person had my best interest at heart, uh, all those conflicts went away. And... Uh, we need to understand who our heavenly father is. He is for us, not against us. He is a good father. So even when we are desiring something and we don't see it happening, we need to trust that he would know what is that path and trust if it's not there yet, it's because he knows more than that. I have three kids. And if they tell me they want to eat chocolate chip cookies for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, the well, answer... Well, they do say it. They, it's not that they tell us. They, 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 they express their desire to me. They yeah. do. They express that desire. And my answer is no. Why? Because that is not healthy. That is not going to help them in any which way. Can they have a cookie here and there? Absolutely. But it cannot be the only substance they have. So God is so good that he would even in a, such a gentle and loving way tell us, not now or or no because he knows what we want alexander was reading this book called chocolate touch uh 
and everything that this little boy would put in his mouth would become chocolate. This little boy in the story was so excited when he started eating his breakfast that he hated and everything was chocolate and different flavors of chocolate. He was excited. As the time progressed, he noticed, I'm so thirsty. Guess what? Water Became was chocolate. chocolate. Yeah. Everything was chocolate. He was miserable. And when we want something so bad and we don't get it, I mean, I need us to just trust God. You love me so much. You know, you got me. I'm going to trust you. So again, if we go back to, he says, commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him. So don't commit and just commit. Commit and trust in wow. him. Wow. And he will bring it to pass. What's he going to bring to pass? The delight of the desires of our heart, right? Then he says in verse number six, he shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Guys, I want you to understand something. When you and I place our full trust, confidence, commitment in God, he will take care of everything else. Yep. And here's the problem. We're living in a time right now where our trust in many instances is misguided. We put our trust in things like the smart, uh, the smart market, the stock market. <laughs> We put th trust in the, in the stock market that it, it, and there, things aren't still certified. Things might change tomorrow. I have no idea, but I can tell you one thing. Whether it is made official that Joe Biden won the election and is going to take over as president in January, or if things are uh, counted or whatever the case might be, and they say we made a mistake and it's Donald Trump and he's going to stay as president, regardless of it, God's going to be on the throne. And regardless of it, we're going to pray for whoever is the current president and whoever's going to sit in the Oval Office on January 20th. Absolutely. Regardless of it, whether we like the person, don't like the person, our trust needs to be in God. Because yep. look, look, look what it continues to say. I'm going to skip down here to verse number 25. Is the psalmist writing here, verse number 25, he says this, I have been young and now am old. Time has passed. I've been young and now an old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants begging bread. Real more time. That's good. I have been young and now am old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants begging bread in verse number 17 actually it even said the arms of the wicked shall be broken but the lord upholds the righteous Amen. Amen. when you and i are living a life that pleases god when we have our connection with god when we're trusting in yes. him when we're committed to him when we're delighting in him when we're resting in him like it says in verse number seven to rest in the lord and wait patiently for him church when we are doing this our trust is in the right place. And God promises to uphold the righteous. Amen. God promises to provide. God promises to be in complete control. And it doesn't matter what goes on. Now, some of you might be watching this right now and, and, and throwing something at the TV. Please don't, because if you break your own TV, you're on the hook for it yourself, all right? But... Let me tell you something, because some, some people might, might use this as a thing. Well, if God is going to still be on the throne, then 
Did I even have to go vote? Yes, you have to do your part. Oh, but what if I voted and that's not the person who wins? Did, did God not hear me? Listen, irrelevant of who wins, God is God and God sits on the throne. God is all powerful and the Bible states and many of us in here would know this verse that all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose, right? And his plans. So no matter that, not that God would send that something disastrous in our, in our life, but no matter what comes, we have such a powerful God yep. that nothing is outside of the realm that he cannot change and shift to work on behalf That's of right. his children. So whatever that is right now that may have a name, right now specifically the example was about politics, but whatever it is that has a name, nothing is outside of the realm of what God cannot change. He will change it for the good of his children. So we need to be confident in that and trust in who God is. Amen. Amen. I've been young and now I'm old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken nor his descendants begging bread. Look what verse 34 says. Verse 34 says, wait on the Lord and keep his way and he shall exalt you to inherit the land. Wait on the Lord and keep his way. Don't give up. Nope. <laughs> We need to wait upon God. Amen. And we need to give off the fruit that only gets produced by having connection and communion with God. I've heard so many stories of people that have stopped talking to friends or even family members. I, was, I, I, I had a couple of pastors over here this week, um, some pastors that I meet with for prayer and things of that nature, and we encourage each other. And one of them was saying, I have a husband and wife right now that are telling me they are sleeping in separate bedrooms because one was voting for Trump and one was voting for Biden. Husbands and wife. That's not godly. Nope. Division doesn't come from God. That's not godly. We're allowing this vilifying, putting people down. That's not godly. It's part of the reason why the church gets looked upon so poorly. Because we don't do what it says in the verse of trust in the Lord and do good. I may disagree with the way that you're living your life because according to the scripture it's wrong. I'm still going to love you. I may not agree with who you were supporting as a, as a candidate for something. I'm still going to love you. Somebody shared with you the other day, I had a friend of over 20 years that said, oh, because you're voting for this person, we can't be friends anymore. When did we get into such a brokenness? Well, I know when it is. When we started leaning on our own understanding. When we started doing things that is for me. Everything with the Lord is about others. Everything. Everything with the Lord is about others. Go and make disciples, what? So that you can say, I've brought these many people to Christ? No, so those people can spend eternity in heaven. But when we start making things about ourselves, we start misguiding our trust. We start getting to the point where we think we can do it, where it's out about us. But no, church, trust in the Lord with us and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Wow, I mean, that's just so deep right there. Not just where are we trusting, 
What are you eating? What are you eating? What are you feeding yourself? As we started today, as I opened up in prayer about Lord, just anointing our ears to, to hear your voice. And what is it that we are to, tuning into? What is it that we have attention on? Because it might not be affecting you today, but if you continue to feed that to, into yourself, you're going to end up starting believing that because that's the voice that's a little bit louder in your life. So we do have to be on guard. Are we shutting off everything and blinders? You know what? We have to be focused on God to be able to stand on his word. Amen. And as you preached last week about that faithfulness and being full of faith, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So extrapolate what that would mean. Uh, you hearing that X, Y, and Z, you're going to eventually want to start desiring X, Y, and Z because you're falling away, away from the heavenly father. And everything we do, again, commit everything, all in. We have to be all in for God. Right. So everything is about you, God, pursuing that righteousness. Does it mean being perfect? Absolutely not. It means pursuing him and pursuing his righteousness, pursuing who he is. And that's how we're going to be able to continue trusting. Then what, what are we feeding? It's so important. Again, the cookies. I cannot give my girls chocolate chip cookies. You shall, not, you shall not live off of Costco chocolate chip cookies alone, but by everything else that your mom and dad cook for you. Just, um, feed on his faithfulness. Let that sink in. Feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself. He shall give you the desire of your heart. I want you to, if you've got your physical Bible with you now, I hope you're, you've got it right there. I want you to go a few pages over to Psalm 46. A few pages over, Psalm 40, 46, okay? And in Psalm 46, I'm going to start reading there in verse number one. It says, God is our refuge and strength. Amen. A very present help in trouble. God is our refuge and our strength. A very present help in trouble. Very present, it means an abundantly available help. Wow. He says, therefore, we will not fear, mm -hmm. even though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling, I will not fear. Why? God is my refuge. Amen. God is my strength. And he is my very present help in the time of trouble. Amen. God is there. He always has been there. He's there now. And he'll be with you tomorrow. But our trust needs to be on him. Amen. Our focus needs to be on him. Our delight needs to be in him. Our commitment needs to be with him. What we feed ourselves needs to be what he says. You know, um, the most common thing that people say right now in the midst of this pandemic is we're living in, come on, you can finish the center, you can put it in the comment box. We're living in Un unprecedented times. times. And, um, can I tell you something I miss? I kind of miss days before internet. 
Pastor, what are you talking about? I, I, I missed some of these days before internet. Why? And I miss it because right now, there is so much stuff that is just spewed out there that a lot of it is not true, is not real. It's easy. Anybody can create an account and put something and then somebody else shares it and we take it as law. And the only thing that we're supposed to feed ourselves as law is the word of God. Amen. Amen. I kind of miss those days. Because, you know, as a pastor, I get sent things all the time. People send me, it's like, oh, watch this video. And before I watch it, I always source it. And what I mean by that is I, you know, okay, it, it was a pastor who said it, but let me see what that pastor stands for and belief. Yep. Oh, why would you do that? Well, there are some pastors that do not stand upon what the word of God says. And did you know how easy it is to actually just go online and pay 400 bucks and get your ordination? We were talking about it with a waiter the other day. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. We, 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 <laughs> when we were out of town at the conference last week, we were talking to somebody. And they're like, oh, so what do you do for it? I was like, I'm a, I'm a pastor. And he looked at me and says, but like a real pastor? And I was like, yes. You know, <laughs> here's the name of my church or whatever. He's like, no, no, no. I'm not, I don't want to offend you. I'm just saying it because, you know. My cousin was getting married and he wanted our other cousin to do this wedding. So he went online and, and got an ordination thing, paid a couple hundred bucks and got a certificate. I was like, yeah, yeah, I know somebody else who did that too because <laughs> his brother wanted him to do the wedding for him. And, and they just went. So are we listening to a legitimate person who's preaching the word of God? Come on, y'all know one of my favorite sayings of why you need to read the word because if David says something that goes contrary to the word of God, David is wrong and the word of God, and the word of God is right. Mm. And so we need to source who are we listening? Who, who, who is it that's saying it? Are we feeding ourselves what God says or are we taking as law what somebody else says? Because the word of God is the only thing that stands the test of time. That's right. No matter what happens, everything else will pass away, but his word will not pass away. It will not. And that is what we have to stand on. And it reminds me of in the, in the New Testament that Jesus talks about that parable of building your house, right? Upon the sand or upon that strong foundation and the storms came and and the issue took place, but when your foundation is strong, nothing will be able to shake you or crumble. And we have to just go back and make sure what does our foundation look like? And every day pursue God and check our trust level yep. and make sure that we are trusting in God because we all trust stuff. But when we trust in God, nothing will shake us. Nothing will be able to move us. Because God is all powerful and He doesn't change His mind. No, nope. I do. I change my mind all the time. Never. And God does oh my not gosh. change His mind. All the time, I know. I, I, know. I, I, I so, so sometimes I'm, I'm just gonna say it for a second. All right, you guys are gonna laugh, but sometimes Patty will call me over and she's like, "You put this in the wrong place, like a dish or a cup or something." I was like, "What do you mean? Like that's where it goes?" She's like I change where the things goes. Like. Y'all, did, you didn't give me a memo. Like, you didn't tell me. Or, or like, I'll get home and, like, the couch is in a different place. Or this and she, you know, it's like, yes, you change your mind all the time. But I love you for it. All right? God doesn't. Like, God is faithful. It's not that you're unfaithful. That sounded very bad. Sorry, I apologize. God doesn't change his mind. Okay? Period. Period. Done. Done. All right, next <laughs> sentence. Let's read what the rest of this says. 
Look what it says. We're in Psalm 46. There is a river whose stream shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her just at the break of dawn. The nations raged. The kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. refuge. Look what it says in verse number eight. Come, behold the works of the Lord who has made desolations in the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariot in fire. And look at verse number 10. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Verse number 10 again. Be still and know that I am God. This verse, it's not telling us to have a silent time of worship, to be quiet. It's saying that God is addressing the wickedness. God is addressing the nations. God is addressing the wars and the situations and says, everybody stop. I'm on the throne. That's what God is saying. The Bible says that the hearts of kings are in the hands of God. The Bible says that we need to pray for those in positions of authority. The Bible says that we're supposed to respect and honor the emperor, the king. The Bible says that that is what we are supposed to do. And church, I encourage you this morning. Do not fret because of what you see or hear. Do not worry about what tomorrow is going to bring. What did Jesus say? Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to bring its own stuff. Right now we are super hyperly focused on the situation with the pandemic that we're living in. And can I tell you something? It is serious. And hundreds of thousands of people have lost their life in this country and so many more across the globe. But can I tell you something? And it's not to bring you fear. Once COVID is under control, there'll be something else. Don't worry and fret about it. Because God's still sitting on the throne. Before COVID, there was something else. Before that, there was something else. Before that, there was something else. There's always going to be a circumstance. There's always going to be a situation. But above them all, God is still sitting on the throne. And that's where our trust needs to be. That's where our trust needs to lie. That's where we need to depend. God says, be still and know that I am God. He's working. He's working in your favor and in my favor. He's fighting battles for you and for me. But pastor, I don't see it. Where's it going to come from? I don't know. We see that when the children of Israel faced Jericho, the strategy was to march around the city and the walls came down. When God told Gideon, go face the Midianites, the strategy wasn't to walk in circles. The strategy was to be on a tall hill and blow a trumpet. So many different victories that we see in the scripture and they were different. 
Man, that's a whole other teaching that we can get into. Because too many times we try to fight a current battle, a current war, with the strategy of the previous one. And the enemy is not using the same strategy and it's not even the same enemy. See, there's different battles. There's different terrains. There's different warfare. But you know what is consistent? It's what the book of the, of the Bible says in the New Testament that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're spiritual. And that's what tears down strongholds. That's what brings us the victory. Amen. Victory as a believer. Honoring God. We don't know what tomorrow holds. But we know that God has us in the palm of his hands. And I want to encourage you, and I want to go back to Proverbs. And I, uh, Proverbs, and I'm going to ask you, do, we're, we're, I'm not going to ask you, you can say it out loud, but I'm not going to hear you, okay? <laughs> so I want everybody who's watching to put it in the comment box. I want you to put this. I trust in God. Again, I trust in God. This is what it says. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he shall direct your paths. Yeah. Pastor, what does that mean in all my ways? In everything. Acknowledge God in everything. Put God at the center of everything. He will direct you. He will guide you. He will make your path straight but we got to trust in him fully what did psalms 37 say it said commit your way to the lord delight yourself in the lord wait upon the lord rest upon the lord rest in his presence in his glory for he's in control let us Get rid of our misguided faith. And let us laser focus our faith and our trust upon the King of Kings. I love using this story. I used it last week. When Peter and the disciples are on the boat and there was a storm. Jesus had told them go. They were on the boat that Jesus told them to go on. And in the mid middle of the night, a storm arose. They were in the right place. God wanted them there. Hmm. They were in the place they were told to go. Again, a lot of times people think that, oh, once I come to Christ, everything's supposed to be perfect. No, no, no. Jesus said, in the world, you're going to have tribulations. Stuff's going to happen. So they're in the boat. A storm comes up. Jesus is walking on the water past them they see him and they're like it's a ghost <laughs> right like no 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 and, and, and peter says jesus is like y'all it's okay it's me it's 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 me peter's like if it's really you command me to walk on the water jesus said come yeah. peter gets out of the boat and begins to walk on the water come on you know the story peter's walking on the water but the water was still stormy. The winds were still blowing. The waves were still rocking the boat. 
and Peter was walking on the water. But then, for a moment, he took the eyes, which signify the trust, off of Jesus and began to look at the winds, began to look at the waves, began to look at the storm. And what happened when that, hap when that took place is that he began to sink. And he then cried out, Jesus. Jesus extended his arm, lifted him up, and walked with him back to the boat. Even though the wind was still blowing, the waves were still rocking. And when they got on the boat, that's when Jesus called the winds to stop. Just because there's a storm, doesn't mean that God's not with us or that God's not in control. The question I ask is, where are your eyes on? What are your eyes on? Where is your trust in the midst of the storm? Because if they stay on Jesus, he will see you through. We were talking earlier about when you get a report from a doctor, you go to the doctor and the doctor gives you a negative report. And we take it as law. Don't misinterpret me because I believe in the medical profession. You went to the doctor this last week. Mm -hmm. I, you have another point. Like we, we go to the doctor. We take our kids to the doctor when they're sick. Like we, we go to the doctor. But our trust isn't in the doctor. Nope. Our trust is in God. And, and it's something that we have allowed God to help us build our faith in, right? It, many of you know our testimony. We, we, we were told by a doctor we couldn't have children, but we believed. We trusted in God. In his word. And yeah. Abigail was given to us by him. And then, as we continued to believe, and Alexandra was in your womb, and we went to the doctor, and the doctor said, oh, I'm scheduling the C-section. She's breached. She's not going to turn. She's, she's not going to turn. She's a, she's a big baby. You know, she's not going to be able to, and, and I remember in the doctor's office, I looked at him. His name's Dr. James, Jason James. I looked at him, and I said, doctor, what the what, what's the chance? And you know his words? Well, you know. I don't, you might not know. But he says, there's about a 5% chance that she can get into position. And I said, that's awesome. God can work with God. God can work with that. You know what happened when we went to the doctor's visit the very next week? He was like, I don't know how, but she's in the right position. Yep. Church, Amen. trust. Begin to trust God for the little things. See, we can't trust God for the big things if we never put trust in God for the little things. And God has equipped us. We are strong enough in Him to be able to stand and to fight against anything that may come. Because sometimes we think... I, no more, no more. It's okay. We are strong enough. And the more battles that we conquer, the stronger we get. Because even with Samantha, we had now the report that my life was at risk yeah. because of the placenta previa. So not only would the baby be at risk, but I was at risk of dying if this baby would come, right? But God moved and shifted also because he has us in the palm of his hands. So what does that do in me? It makes me even stronger. You can ask my kids, anytime something comes up, opportunity now to see the hand of God. That's right. Not woe is me or I can't believe it. 
We didn't want this, but you know what? We're going to have such an opportunity to give now testimony to God and to see him at work and his love for us one more time. So I challenge you to see things through the lens that God wants you to see it because we can trust them. God is trustworthy. He is faithful. Yes, he is. And no matter what's going on, can I tell you something? God's got your back. Amen. And he's got you in the palm of his hand. I want to spend some time in prayer. Um, we're going to pray for our trust to be strengthened and focused on God. But additionally, we want to pray for needs that you may have. Um, you should be getting a text message or should have gotten a text message. It was scheduled to come out towards the end of the preaching that said that if you have a prayer need to send it in, you're going to send it in through there and we can see it. And that's why we have our phones with us yeah. here so we can get these messages. Or you can put it in the comment box or on the YouTube uh, comments and we're going to go ahead and be praying for that. If you can open up the Facebook to see the comments on Facebook and um, on your phone there. And uh, we're going to be praying for God to work for God to be in the midst, for God to continue as our main focus. For we know that God is in control and he will never leave us and he will never forsake us. So let's pray. Father, this morning, Lord, as, as we are here together, united together via the social media, via YouTube, via Facebook, Father, you are with us. And right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we pray, Father, for your hand to be in complete control. Lord, we know you're in control. We pray for us to stop trusting in ourselves, in what we think, in what we want, and deposit our trust to be on you. Lord, I pray for my brothers and sisters that are tuned in with us right now. And Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray for a stirring of their faith. For eyes to be on you. Hearts surrendered to you. We will not fear bad news. We will not fear trials, tribulations. For we know that you are in control and you have us in the palm of your hands. Father, we thank you. For the fullness we thank you for being in complete control we thank you for there is nothing nothing that you cannot do lord right now in the name of jesus i stand in agreement and i pray for mercy lord this young lady I pray, Father, for whatever situation that she is going through, for you to put your hand in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray right now in the name of Jesus for healing upon our sister, Mary Hafner. Lord, right now in the name of Jesus, we speak life to every nerve in the bottom of her foot. And in the name of Jesus, we pray healing. And that neuropathy has to be healed right now in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for our brother and sister Radio and Mauma in New York. We thank you for their lives. We ask you, Lord, you continue to touch them, reach out to them, Father, in Jesus' name. 
Lord, we pray right now in the name of Jesus for our brother Andrew as he's getting ready to head to the airport for work. Lord, watch over him. Take him safely, Father, as the weather and the of the storm and the winds and the situations going on, Father, take him safely to work. Protect him, Father God, on his way there while he's there working on the plains on his way back in Jesus' name. Father, I pray for Sergio and Leslie right now. We pray, Father, in the name of Jesus for you to continue to work in them and in their children's lives. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we pray for Damaris's family in New York as well as in Panama. Father, watch over them. Be with them. Guide them. Direct them, Father, in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for Martha's family right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, work right now in the situations that they are facing. You know what's going on. You know what's taking place. We ask you, Father, work there right now in Jesus' mighty name. Put your hand. Father, we pray for the persecuted church and Christians in North Korea, as well as the churches in China, Father God, in so many places where they are not allowed to freely express worship. Father, we pray right now for you to put your hand we pray for boldness, protection. Lord, we pray right now for the health of Sandra Balboa. Right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, whatever the circumstance, we pray for healing, for you are our healer. Lord, right now as well, we pray for the homeless population in South Florida and in the Keys that are going to be weathering this storm. Are our healer, for you are working for you are our deliverer. Yes, Father, I pray for Matthew. Lord, as he has uh, decided to enter into our armed forces and is entering in his training or is at his training, we pray, pray for your protection upon Matthew. Lord, not just upon Matthew, but right now, Lord, we take this opportunity to pray for the men and women who serve in the United yes, States Lord. military. Yes, Father. Father, for the men and women who are serving in the army, in the Navy, in the Air Force, in the Marine Corps, for the men and women who serve in our National Guard, for the men and women who serve in our Coast Guard, for the men and women who serve, Father, in the new branch of the Space Force, Father, in every man and woman who serves in our military, we pray for them right now. We honor them, Lord, as we get ready to celebrate Veterans Day this week on Wednesday. Father, we pray for our veterans. We pray, Father, for our veterans and though, Father, that, that, that are going through situations and hard times, Father, put your hand in Jesus' name. We pray, Father, for Maria Suero's brother, Juan. We pray for his health in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for my sister right now in Jesus' name. Lord, put your hand, direct her, guide her. We pray, Father, for salvation in Jesus' name. Lord, upon all of our loved ones, we pray for salvation. Father, you said in the word, serve the Lord your God and you and your household will be saved. Father, I pray for those within our family, for salvation, Lord, in Jesus' name. For you are our Savior. We thank you, Father for what you have done, for what you will continue to do. We thank you, Father, 
For even though the storm is projected to bring a lot of water and rain, we are protected by you. Lord, I'm reminded by what it says in the scripture that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Father, we abide under your shadow and we thank you for your protection. Watch over us. Be with us. Direct us. Father, I pray for our sister Marianne. We pray for healing within her family. Direction and clarity in whatever decisions and have to be made in any circumstance. Put your direction, your clarity in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God, for you are in control and you are sitting on the throne. Father, we put before you at this very present moment the status of our fractured and divided nation. Lord, there has been the almost the greatest turnout of voters in decades. But Father, it is almost split down the middle. And that means that regardless of who is named the victor of the election, a huge half of our country is going to say, I voted for the other guy. But I pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that we will all put our trust in you. We will not put our trust in man. We will not put our trust in a political party. We will not put our trust in, 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 in a person, but we will put our trust in you, God. Yes, Lord. Yes. We pray for healing. We pray, Father, for revival. We pray for the church to arise. Yes. Amen. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, as a church, yes, we're not called to be activists. We're called to be evangelists. We're called to advocate for the helpless and the broken. And Lord, use us to make disciples. Use us, Father God, to speak clarity. Use us, Father God. And we thank you, Lord, for we know you are in control. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. 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 Wow, what a time of prayer. <laughs> amen. What a time of prayer. And you're not alone. You know, I don't know who this is for at this very present second, but I need to tell you something. You are not alone. God is with you. And whatever you're facing is not insurmountable. God is in control. He's sitting on the throne. And he will stay on the throne. Yes. And I challenge you, be encouraged by that. That God is in control yes. and he's sitting on the throne. Amen. Amen. Yes.